What is good, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us once again on another tasty episode of the Coffee Roaster Warm-Up Sessions. Uh, we apologize for not dropping an episode last week, or did we? We did. That was we the did. one with Micah, right? Ah, the week before we true. didn't. The week before on. we didn't. That's right, because... Yeah. With a I mean, you were on the technical man. You were like, yeah, that's right. Maybe that. Maybe that's why I felt like, but uh, yeah, sitting in the chair, live audience. That's right. That's right. Kill we need it. a little. We need a little fact checker in the corner there, or some kind of commentator on the mm-hmm. side that you just occasionally ask a question. Makes it fun. Yeah, I don't know if you guys uh, have heard of uh, Lou or Unboxed Therapy on mm. YouTube. He has a huge YouTube channel. He started with just unboxing like cool tech gadgets and did reviews. Mm. And then now he like drops an insane amount of clips where he just talks about like news and just gives oh, his take yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I super good because like, about, yeah. like he's actually super hilarious, I think. And he has like this sarca- sarcastic like take to him. Mm. But uh, he also has like two like spectators on the spot that yeah. he'll randomly like ask questions to and they like respond and then he <laughs> makes fun of them. <laughs> So it's such a great model. Like I love watching his stuff. Like I'll watch his his episode. So I don't know. Yeah. It's fun. Anyways, so no, we did not miss an episode last time. So uh, yeah, just pouring some batchy like always. I'm so dehydrated. Wow, so dehydrated. It's been a stretch for me. I feel like I have to uh, unglue my eyelids. From my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like sticking. Just peel them right off the glass <laughs> or what? <laughs> I, uh, eyelids are definitely overrated. Eyelids are overrated? Yeah. Don't need no eyelids. You can stay awake all day. Dude. Many, many days in a row. I don't know. I think eyelids are properly rated. Dude, they're human windshield wipers. <laughs> what are they talking about? <laughs> That name's underrated right there. We should <laughs> we should change eyelashes to human windshield wipers. <laughs> That's it. It's like how yeah, your windshield wipers feel it. Oh, they're great. <laughs> I don't know if my cup was like cold or what. How is this batch brew like lukewarm already? This is optimal taste for me. Taste temperature. I like it. It's cooled down a little bit. I I took it off the the heater, the oh, the warmer, the warmer, yeah. the pad, the heat pad, <laughs> the pad. heat stove. Yeah. Reminds me of one of those candle warmers. The candle warmers. Yeah, have you seen those? No. Oh, there's these like devices. They're super cheesy. Like you can buy them at like the dollar store. They don't garbage. But what it does, it's just like a pad, or it's not a pad. It's like made out of plastic. And you set a candle, you don't have to light a candle. But if your candle is aromatic, it'll start melting it and you can smell it. And it doesn't even have to burn. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. What burns? The candle or the Nothing pad? burns. It just warms up the wax and the wax starts releasing fumes. What? Yeah. You can also. This is a scam. Technology also, has gone way too far. I don't, <laughs> this is so bad. It's like a 90s can, creation. This is horrible. You <laughs> Why would you go, have such a thing? This is the worst piece of technology. How would you buy a candle that you don't want to burn? I don't know. Exactly. Maybe some folks just buy candles for the sake of. You don't walk around with a candle giving giving you light through the hallways as you walk around like a lantern. I actually like woodwick candles. They make good like sounds. Fire, sound, it's smell. It's a three dimensional experience. 
Why would I don't know you why you pad? would want to put it on a warmer. I don't know. Maybe it's a hot take. Maybe that's what no, everybody does. This is literally does. the first time you I'm hearing I, this. This I, is horrible. Okay, I have a hunch. It's because some apartment complexes don't allow open flame. That could be it. I don't know. Maybe I'm... I don't know. Well, did you hear that? That was good. That was, that was the hot pad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little drip. It's like... Psh. We need to remember to take out the filter out of the basket. Sometimes oh, we I never check the there. bed. Yeah. Sometimes we leave the filter in there, and then, and then next week comes around, and we brew another batch, and there happens to be a mold fest in there. Koji? Go- <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Almost coffee slaps. It's a pretty tasty brew. Yeah. Even with the perfect coffee water? Yeah. It's, not, it's pretty dialed. Dailed. We need to write Dale on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dale. Are you listening <laughs> to the Eagle Sniper? Oh, that Dale. Yeah, that I was Dale. thinking of another Dale. All the flavors. Nice, juicy mouthfeel. Super juicy, super mouthwatering. Nice textures. Just goes down very nicely. Mm-hmm. Nothing rough. Nothing, nothing edgy there. Just a very nice, solid cup of coffee. It's What's that sweetness that you're picking up on the back end? Not necessarily chocolate, but it's something there. You know, this coffee always... This is the coffee that uh, always just reminds me of... Um, uh, yes? <laughs> what is it? It's uh, I was just I was just downing whole cans of it. Uh, La Leche? Oh, what is it? Sweetened condensed milk. Sweetened condensed milk. Yeah. They've been eating those uh, crepes. That's right. <laughs> Dipping the grapes straight into the can of La Leche. That condensed was sitting on a warmer. Condensed milk. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. That's the, what this coffee reminds me of. It's yeah. like a sweetened condensed milk. It's like the syrupy milkiness to it. But then there's also that grape aspect yeah. that adds in a little bit of acidity and brightness within the within the sweetness. Yeah. I would say like the clarity isn't bonkers on this. Yeah. But it's uh in my opinion. Um, but it's it's not Yeah. It's not like insane, you know, complex, but it's just like this yeah. rich, thick, like condensed milk and like acidity and great like like a grape almost. I'm glad we just sent a bag. To our friend on the subscription. Unreleased coffee, so. I don't know when we're going to drop it. You won't ever drop it. I mean. Folks, should Mir have a secret menu? Coded menu? We need to. Podcast only menu? We need to have. We've already talked about this and it's been on my mind. A group of people that we send samples to. Oh yeah, yeah. That's our our advisory board, <laughs> the council, <laughs> and it's tasting just, council. And it's just a group of people that we just mm-hmm. cup coffees with, taste, go back and forth with, yeah. and you're part of this small little community that jumps online that we talk about just all things coffee. But we ship samples to you of pre-released, unreleased coffees. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been on my mind. I don't know if it's ever gonna happen but usually with my with ideas i don't know if it's the same with you i have a lot of ideas there's like too many ideas <clears throat> actually this i was listening to oh man there's so much i was listening to a jay shetty podcast and he said that um 
the chances of something actually coming to be when you have an idea, when you just get an idea, mm-hmm. there's a 10% chance that it's actually going to come to fruition. So the fact that you have an idea pretty much just actually, yeah. there's like a very slim chance it's actually yeah. going to happen. There needs to be more things that you need to set up for yeah. that those chances. Anyways, the whole podcast yeah. is about that. Anyways, that being said, what I'm saying is I usually have a lot of ideas, but usually they have to simmer mm-hmm. like, you know, like bacon on a skillet where it's just like sizzling, sizzling. And once it sizzles a lot and the mm-hmm. like the aromas are spanking and you're just feeling like you want a slice yeah. of this bacon, you're like, all right, it's time to it's time to crack an egg or, you know, throw it on the biscuit that I had this morning mm-hmm. on narrative or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. But if it's usually like a lot of ideas get filled, like it's time and tested. Like yeah. if it's just been, th- if it's been on my mind and it just like dies out over time, <clears throat> yeah. I'm just like, okay, it wasn't yeah. worth it. I would say a lot of my ideas are like, there's a crock pot for one. <laughs> it's definitely, it's a slow cooker. <laughs> yeah, it's a slow yeah. cooker. It's a little sauna. Yeah, there's a cro- crock pot for one. I think there's another one. It's like a chili. Like it's, it's going to be long, but it's going to be quicker than a crock pot. But then there's also like pancakes or crepes. Like you got to flip those puppies. <laughs> and if you're not flipping them, if you're not moving along, they're just going to burn. So those ideas are usually like they're kind of lackluster. They're kind of basic ideas. And you execute. have to flip them? Yeah, you have to flip them, hurry up. Or like, throw them away. No, you flip like a pancake. You got to flip it to the other side. You see the bubbles. You know, you put it on the first side. Do you know how to make pancakes really well? This is a top secret. I don't know if anyone knows this. I'm, I'm pretty bad at making anything but coffee. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's like you put your, you use, I always use a quarter cup measuring cup. So I put some batter and sitting there sizzling on the griddle. Then when you see the bubbles, you know it's time to flip. Like the bubble star, but I'm not joking. I think I'm going off track on this podcast. I'm just envisioning the title of this podcast being like secrets to making great pancakes. (laughs) It's like, it's an episode we've never ever been able to air before. So it just drops for the podcast folk. And we actually had a plan to say something. We're 11 11 minutes in and we're still like talking about pancakes. Anyways, finish your secret. All I was going to say is like, I have like different areas of ideas. I have a crock pot, I have a, you know, a simmering chili, and I have a quick flip pancake. Um, how, do qu- you know, how do you know where the idea, which ideas go where? I don't. I look back. Like, uh, <laughs> when you look no. back, those ideas, it's like, not- everything you see in clarity when you look back, you're like, that was definitely a pancake idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, then you look back at some ideas, and you're like, that's still, that's still, uh, still in the crock pot. Moving it's- along, but it's... <laughs> Starting to fill the place with aromas, but it's not edible yet. Slow cooker, yeah. Slow cooker, yeah. I can barely pronounce my Uh, words. On the other side of things, Mm. um, I saw some devastating news Mm. from one of my favorite roasters in the country. Uh, We call it regalia, but I also heard Emily from Catalyst. Mm-hmm. On a story, say it's regalia. Oh, interesting. I, I don't know. So I can't. That's yeah. what I thought also. Um, <laughs> anyways, it's a coffee roasting company uh, based out of New York. Uh, they had a fire mm. at the roastery. And 
uh, it burned down, made a lot of destruction, and the roaster's gone, and you know, fresh coffees are gone, yeah. and they had green in that room too. Yeah. Wow. The roastery. A, that so was a very hot roast. <laughs> that was yeah. That's you a get a, a dark roast. Some you know at some point you're yeah. there's nice caramelization happening. You know, <laughs> and then the things just went south. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's unfortunate a actually, really, because you know stuff like that just takes time to mm-hmm. you know when you're when you're in business and you're kind of expecting things to come through month to month, and all of a sudden something like this just comes through and destroys. Yeah. Even if you have insurance, you're still suffering a loss. Mm-hmm. And even if you, you know, you're suffering a loss of items, of infrastructure, of the things that you've built up, but then you're also losing time. Time. Yeah. yeah. And who knows how long that remodeling is going to cost and mm-hmm. how long it's going to take. And so it's just so unfortunate. Friends, if you want to support Regalia, which I would 100% encourage you to if you've ever had their coffee. Yeah. If you haven't, you should. But if you haven't, uh, go on their Instagram at Regalia Coffee, um, and they have a GoFundMe account that they're mm-hmm. raising some money in. I might probably toss them in there this weekend and mm-hmm. uh, support them. But it's just, it's just unfortunate. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. But it also just happens. Yeah. Um, and now, I mean, yeah, the fundraiser is great. Hopefully, their insurance kicks in. But one of those things that you mentioned is time. That's something. You can't raise any finances to get that back, and insurance is going to cover that. And with rebuilding comes new equipment. Like they're going to have to reset all that. I, I can't imagine if that would happen to us. You know, we've been um, roasting out of basically our own space this whole time, yeah. and very minimal setup. Yeah. I mean, even if we did have something like that, yeah, we would like lose the roaster and lose, you know, maybe our grinder. I don't think we would suffer that heavy of a loss because we don't have that much space. Yeah. But it would still be devastating to lose, like, our roaster. And I think that that yeah. also makes me think, like, kind of switching gears here, like, and turning a little bit, like, thinking about, like, you know, our actual roaster, our Diedrich. I don't know. Does Regalia roast on Diedrich as well? I think they actually roast on a, on a Mill City. Really? Wow. So speaking of that, that's, that's a good little pivot point there. I think um, they also have a Regalia Coffee Collective, which oh, is like okay. a co-roasting space. Oh, so I that's don't know. Cool. I don't know what the kind of roasters they have in in their space, but I remember from the roast defect kits, mm-hmm. he mentioned that it's a Mill City. I think a 15 kg that they're roasting on. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> I've seen Mill City Roasters. I personally never never roasted on one. Yeah. Um, but both you and I, like, we've roasted, both roasted on Diedrichs um, before. And then in Florida, I roasted on the Ambex. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you roasted on the Loring. No big so deal. So I, th- I think, um, I, I think yeah, no big deal, right? Yeah. Uh, actually, side note, do you remember going to Jacksonville and uh, visiting Vagabond and going into their roastery? Yeah, it was like a secret um, room. It was a secret room. I thought room. I was going to get jumped yeah. in there. They it were spooky. just, it was still pretty private. Um, yeah. Andrew just, we were buds, so he brought me in. Um, and that's when they got their San Franciscan. That was the very beginning of that age um, for them. Interesting. I think... Um, <laughs> The, like, the question that's like going around in my mind, like if something like that was to happen to us, 
Would we still buy a Diedrich, you think? Uh, that's a good question. Um, honestly, I personally don't have any any issues with the Diedrich. Right. I mean, I do. There's one issue that's really the low gas setting. Um, at least the way it's the way it's set up on our machine, yeah. where it's kind of hard to reach very low gas settings before you go into mm-hmm. uh, pilot. Um, it's pretty much be, between one, one and zero. Yeah. Um, there's no inter- middle, which especially if you're going into crack, sometimes you need. You don't. You can't do zero because it rips. It takes away so much energy. Yeah. But one is a little too much. Right. And then the that little that little range between zero and one and a half is a little. Um, sketchy and weird how the burner mm-hmm. works so that's that's my only downside and um i don't mind having actually two air settings that's what i was gonna because say, yeah i know there are other machines that have variable drum speed and variable air settings like unlimited air settings because it's like yeah. a dial and i'm like honestly this this air setting one air setting it just it takes away one more variable for me to worry about yeah and it's never been a time where i was like oh i need like yeah. 32 percent air like I, yeah it's it's it, it yeah. gets the job done. There's you know? really only been one coffee where we've <clears throat> done multiple, multiple uh, air yeah, changes. Yeah, that was pretty roast. feisty. We, yeah, and th- that was, was an interesting roast. But it came out actually. There was another one. Uh, our Peru, right? We did a uh, mm-hmm. multiple air changes. So mm-hmm. it's not that we don't believe in like using air as a uh, variable to adjusting yeah. what we want in the roast curve. But it's more or less, it's not our like primary, it's not our focus. Yeah. So it works really well with the Diedrich. I, yeah. I would agree with you. I, I love the Diedrich in general. Like I, the outside appearance of it, the aesthetic, um, it fits. It's It's got a very, mm-hmm. very uh, cool look. I mean, it's definitely not a San Franciscan from the outside. No, San Franciscans yeah. are beautiful Sheesh. machines. Yeah. Um, but I will say though, like one thing I do enjoy about a Diedrich which I've heard multiple people say is that um, they're very easy to work with. They're very mm-hmm. easy to to you know take apart and put together. Yes, it's built so simple and basic. It's like uh, you know just the basic necessities of how mm-hmm. do we get the drum to turn and how do we get the air to blow. Yeah, you know it was. It's very very simple. And you know the time when I used to roast for primer right. when we had that whole. Um, malfunction happening right. like <clears throat> our dad literally went in there was like cool this is how it works you just take out the fan you replace this motor this that that you connect it yeah. here very very simple to the point where you know we were able to pull off a, a repair our, on our yeah. own and get right. the machine back and running and that's huge, huge. that's a huge yep. big deal um and you know and so uh, the way how you know the cooling bin is is situated, the way the how where the chaff gets collected is very yep. simple and very basic. Um, it's just the simplicity of it is yeah. kind of nice. It's not intimidating, and when things go wrong, <clears throat> you know you are not scrambling to, yeah, you know necessarily find somebody who you know where you're just like this is too confusing, right. you know. So and their customer service is excellent. Yeah. Um just a lot of really good really good things and a lot of roasting companies that uh we love roast yeah. on one. Yeah. And it's 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 pretty it's pretty excellent. Yeah. yeah. I mean and also when it comes to like other equipment that we've like used like the EKs, I don't think we would ever replace our EKs if something devastating happened. Maybe. You think? I think so. For like a batch big, like I a think, big. I think we for, looked at all the stats though. I think a batch for batch, 
um the, you know the dating grinders are yeah. really intriguing to mm. me i would i'd be intrigued they're nowhere near as beautiful as the ek the ek is by far tech wise spec wise probably the fat one of the fastest Fast grinders grinder, yeah in, in i thought ever we made, settled that one we looked let like alone miss something yeah but uh yeah i don't know i kind of like the i mean you guys have you guys got the narrative got the new ditting one that yeah. they're using i don't know how they're liking it or not yeah yeah it's not i'll tell you what it's not going to replace the ek they, they're not they're not driving with it uh, i mean or what's the what's the verdict there or is it unknown you can't say yeah it's just yeah it's, okay. it's it's cool but TV, it's, it's TBD. yeah oh, one thing <laughs> like with that grinder is like when i turned around <clears throat> and I was, I was sitting at the long table and everett yeah and i turned around and i was like why is there such an empty space like what's going on i didn't know that the grinders were replaced but the ditting was so small that it basically almost looked mm-hmm. like it was flush with the counter from my angle like you couldn't even see it um it was hiding behind yeah. the coffee air pots yeah um so from that point of view um I, th- but, I, th- I yeah. think from like a big quantity grinder, <clears throat> maybe we wouldn't. But from like, for example, we have the EK43S in here. Mm-hmm. That's what we use for cuppings, for batch brews, for pour overs, all that jazz. Um, I think for that price point, there's probably like a better grinder, especially with the new ones that are coming out. Yeah. Like if we could, you know, snag a little like yeah. Weber um, something insane. Yeah, for but, single dose. Yeah, for yeah. single dose, very minimal. The only thing is that we bought that EK43S nearly brand new. Yeah. For a spanking deal that we we weren't even looking for a grinder. Yeah. <clears throat> but it came up and we're like, we we can't pass up on this. Yeah. Because uh, totally. it was just so 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 for the price, honestly, we won. So I don't know. Yeah. But if we were to buy, have to buy it again. I mean, speaking of grinders, because I, I just moved, I haven't set up my coffee bar. And I don't even know, I don't even know what I'm going to do for a coffee bar at home. There's, there's two things that I'm thinking about right now. Like, should I even have a coffee bar at home nowadays? Like I got that new ratio six, which I'm loving right now. Mm -hmm. I'm brewing more on ratio six than pour overs at home. And that leads me to the The ratio slaps. though. Yeah. But that leads me to the question. Like, why do I, I'm most of the time, like, I mean, this week has been even crazy. I'm 40 plus hours at narrative. Yeah. Like, do I even need to brew coffee at home? You know what I mean? Or if I'm not, Fair enough, yeah. if I'm not at narrative, yeah. then I can go in and get a free shot of espresso or a free drip or a filter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, not a free filter, but you know, yeah. so it's like, I have, I, the options are like pretty next level. So yeah. my, my thought right now is I still want to have coffee stuff cause I, that's the crazy part. I want to experiment and do something, but I'm kind of annoyed with my ode right now. I'm also annoyed with the fact that I can't find any SSP or Gorilla Gear burr. So, I mean, folks, if you're listening, you got a pair. Uh, you want to hook me up, please. We don't have a Patreon account, but I'll receive free gifts. Um, or even I'll, I would buy it, literally. Yeah. And that's the thing. Is like, at some point, uh, you, we see this happening like a lot on social media. It's like, folks are like flipping coffee bars like left and right it's like all of a sudden there's like a new a new toy and new gears new, new this yeah. new that and i'm just like sheesh that scared me again <laughs> um but I, i'm just thinking like what do i do now that i moved should i buy new gear should i wait i don't know do i move away from the ode because i really like I your i i, I, I love your barata i hate the ode it's 
other i have not tried it with the ssp the new the new burst which you have to pay another like 150 bucks or something yeah. for them well, i don't know don't quote me um it's a beautiful grinder it's nice they did everything right but mm-hmm. the fact that it can't brew pour over and then you have to with add v1 burst and then you have to pay extra yeah. for the for the pour over set so to speak whatever yeah it's just like at that point it's like now you're paying a beefy price yeah the the most attractive thing is that the ode was priced the way it was and it could brew it could grind really well yeah at that price but it just can't grind mm. fine enough which is the downside which i'm like yeah. i love it but i don't love it for yeah. that and i'm like i mean i, 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 I use the comandante a lot if i was you i'd just sell the ode Ah, oh, sheesh. Sell the ode, get a dual, like, double do- commandante. <laughs> or uh, or sell the ode and, and, you know, pick something else up with know. that money. Because you can probably find something uh, for yeah. that price point. But really, you know, know, like, I think when it comes to gear, for me, um, there's a lot of flashy new things that are coming out all the time, which is not bad. Like, you can jump around gear. And it's always fun to have... To get a new piece of gear is probably one of the most exciting things. It's like you can yeah. experiment with something new. But to me, if, you know, everything were to get destroyed for me and I'd have to start over or whatever, the big thing is, like, for me, like, I wanted to do a good job, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to fuss over the small little intricacies. For me, actually, what matters most is actually the user experience mm-hmm. and whether or not I feel comfortable with the piece of gear. You know what I mean? Which has actually less to do with necessarily the quality of it, but more how it's set up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, It's like, because I think right now, like if you, like for grinders, anything over like five, 600 bucks Mm -hmm. is going to get you something pretty decent. Like it's going to be able to get you a spectacular cup of coffee. If you have the stag, it's it's a great kettle, you know? Um, Anything in that stag price range is going to be great. Yeah. No, you have a solid scale and then you have like a pour, your pour yeah. over gear. For me, all those things, if they flow really nice in my workflow mm-hmm. and there's no weird things about them. Um, and some grinders do have that or some yeah. pieces of gears do. Then I'm happy, you know. Yeah. And then that's up to me as a skilled barista. Can I pull off a tasty brew or not? And yeah. that. But I mean, you're you're even talking about adding to your uh, artillery and getting a espresso machine. Still thinking? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think I'm, I'm oh. thinking, and the only reason why I'd get an espresso machine is because I think for me to be able to, I just want to have a bigger understanding of the coffee that we're serving. Yeah. And find so it'd be words more of a to business commu- purchase. It, it's definitely more yeah. of like a business thing um, right. and a coffee roasting thing than it is yeah. you know anything else. So, um, yeah, it's, it's big. So a lot, a lot, a lot of those, um, like flips and changes on a coffee bar. Sometimes I, at this point, I feel like for me, it's like, even you telling me like you should sell the ode. I'm like, ah, is it really worth it? The hassle of selling the ode. Dude, just sell it. Get rid of it. I don't know. I just don't want to change my coffee bar. That's the one thing that is worth it. Um, really half my coffee gear is still in boxes. It's chilling. It's true. You know, I don't know. That being said, um, as we wrap up here, what's what's one piece of coffee gear, coffee equipment that you've purchased that you just absolutely hate Ooh. or that you just don't use or it was it just felt like a waste of 
of money. Wow. I don't know. I don't, I don't know of any coffee year that I have that I absolutely hate. There's uh maybe not hate, but that the you just don't you just yeah. don't you, you bought it and it just sits around collecting <clears throat> collecting dust. Sure, you'll take it out occasionally, but okay. So there's a piece of equipment that I didn't pay full price with. Is that does that count? Sure. I just have it on bar. It's what the Clara it? French press. No. Oh god. <laughs> It looks cool. It looks cool on the counter. Okay. It just chills Fair enough. right there. Fair I, enough. I mean, most of the coffee gear that I have, I do utilize a lot. I would say the French press and the Chemex, I don't utilize it as much. Yeah. Even though I decided to bust it out. <laughs> like, once. I was there. Yeah, exactly. Was like, there. that was fun. Yeah, that um, was fun. But, I, yeah, I would say, like, most of the other coffee gear I do use a lot. It it cha- Everything changes when, I guess, for us, owning a roasting company. Yeah. Um, like when we have coffees that we're trying to figure out or dial in on yeah, the roaster, yeah. I will brew it on the Stag X. I'll brew it on the V60. Right, I'll brew right. it on the Triclet. And then I'll try to figure out like what it tastes like. Um, and then even within a V60, I have a rubber V60 and a plastic V60. I don't use a ceramic one, but you have one right there. So yeah. you do that. Um, so I do that for more of almost like a QC point of yeah, view yeah, fair not enough. a preference wise um i think if i need a very very quick brew yeah. i don't have time to like finagle and make everything i grab yeah. the uh, v60 and just go for it Absolutely. i don't have to create a custom filter i don't have to do anything and just <laughs> drop it in that's it <laughs> yeah so that's excellent yeah yeah i don't i don't know for me um i don't know what i would say that i that i just don't use I think I use most of my gear. My setup is actually is also pretty, yeah, pretty slim. I mean, depends on who you ask, I guess. Um, but uh, I think one thing that I thought I'd use more, and this is not necessarily like a home brewing um, piece of gear, but uh, well, I have I have a couple mugs that I bought that <laughs> I don't. That's right. I have I the small little Cortado, it. little little yeah. little cuties that I from fellow that are just really nice but i just don't use them enough so you don't have a espresso machine right yeah now. yeah you did. maybe that's maybe, yeah, yeah and i did buy them when i did have the espresso exactly. machine so that might come into use but also um the crew sifter oh yeah Is it, i i don't know we we i bought it initially more specifically to to for green mm-hmm. for green bean um sizing like a like a little what are they called um screens screens yeah. screens so that that that's what i initially bought it for and i thought maybe it might come into handy with the ground screen as well mm-hmm. um but we used it once i used it a couple times jot down jot down some some data in yeah. an excel sheet and then it just sits collecting dust yeah. and it's hecka expensive yeah and Super expensive. so that's one thing that i'm just like oh man I just need hmm. to use it now to make to justify the purchase. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, to a degree, it's kind of good for calibration, but I w- yeah. would not really brew sifted coffee. I wouldn't either. Yeah. I'm like, you know. I remember when those things came out, and I was like, "Oh man, that's next level." My cups dream. of coffees are yeah. gonna suck now because they're I've, not sifty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't Dang heard it. very much about the fellow with the shimmy. Oh, the shimmy. The shimmy. Yeah. It just kind of like died. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's like. I don't know if it's beneficial. Maybe for people with like blade grinders because that's kind Maybe. of what it was yeah. directed towards. But I guess. 
yeah. at that point just buy a hand crank grinder i don't know anyway um, yeah. the good thing is um we don't we don't need to re- replace any gear no we're doing okay yeah. um the sad thing is is that regalia is gonna have a have a tough time replacing gear and hopefully the yeah, best fortunate yeah best uh just all the positive vibes towards them to get all their things in a row gear replaced coffee replaced business back up and running they paused their website yeah i don't know something like that i think I it know. just turned into a gofundme okay the website. Cool. i don't know cool, cool. but um yeah that's a wrap folks uh don't buy gear you don't want to use yep. but also be intentional with your gear purchases and you know, honestly, you don't need that much to brew a really tasty cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, but once again, thank you so much for listening. If uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, drop a comment below. What do you use? What do you like to use? What do you hate using? What do you not use anymore? What do you want to get rid of? Drop it down below. We'd love to hear your thoughts. I'll leave a review if you're listening on podcasts. Yes. Um, but otherwise, folks, thank you so much for listening. And, and remember to reflect what's good.